ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hey, this is Pat McAfee, and you're listening to the Complex Sports Podcast, a podcast hosted by three men who are incredibly entertaining. Their words are riveting. And if you're not listening to this, you're an absolute stooge. So be a friend, tell a friend. The Complex Sports Podcast is where it's at. Cheers. What up? What up? What up, everybody? It's your man, Charles Brandon, episode of the Complex Sports Podcast. As always, joined by Adam and Zion. Before we get into it, this is a No Guest Monday podcast because we have a lot to talk about. But, Adam, we have to say congratulations to John Rahm. We are two for two on having golfers on this podcast for the U.S. Open, and they win the U.S. Open. Well, I mean, congrats to John, but congrats to us for being kingmakers, all right? All these golfers should come on this goddamn podcast and talk to us because the second you talk to us, you're guaranteed to go win a major. So, But, yeah, yeah salute to John Rahm for making those two awesome putts on 17 18. Uh, he's a good dude. Glad to see him have his moment. Um, it's been a long time coming, but uh, yeah, we're kingmakers here. Yes, we sure are. We are two for two in U.S. Opens. Not a lot of people can say that. All right. We have a lot to talk about. A lot has happened in the past week. Zion, 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 Zion. Where do we start? Where do we start, my friend? Give us give how how are Nets fans feeling right now? Just give us the rundown. Just give just just lay it on us. Lay it on us. Injuries. That's what happened. It's nothing more than that. That's what it is. If that team was healthy, they're cruising to the NBA Finals because they're definitely beating the Hawks. But injuries, injuries happen. And the season's over. That's that's about it. Not much more you can say. I mean. I think there's more you can say. Okay, well then, what do you what do you want him to say? I mean, I think injuries are big, play a big part of it, but I mean, I think was this not a little predictable though because they were never healthy the whole season. That's the whole thing. That's my thing. I don't think it was Kyrie's injury wasn't a build up. It wasn't wear and tear. It's it's a bad bad play, and it happens. Like you can't you can't say oh Kyrie's injury was because. His injury history, or he can't stay healthy. It was literally just because Giannis undercut him, 
And oh. I think anybody. Oh, oh relax. Oh, man. Here was a freak we go. Anyway. It was a freak injury. I didn't Come say on. it was on purpose, but he undercut him. That's what he did. It's an accident. That's basketball. That's a basketball injury. Come on. That's it's not a basketball play. So don't don't say it's a basketball. Uh, play. No, you it's, you're it's you're, you're accusing Giannis of undercutting him. I, did, on, I don't I think so, say, pal. I didn't I, say it was on purpose. I said he undercut him. Did he not? You're alluding. Him? You're alluding to a shady I not, practice. I literally just said it's not on purpose. Did he undercut him? Did he undercut him? Here's my question. Here's my question. Say Kyrie doesn't get hurt, but Harden doesn't come back. Do the Nets win that series? They win it in five. They win it in five if Kyrie doesn't get hurt, but Harden doesn't come back. They win it in five. It's a little aggressive, but I think they do win the series. I would agree with you. Even in game three, they should have won that game. KD basically hit the clinching shot. And that's that should be that three. Was that the Bruce? Those two Miss Bros. Those two Bruce Brown possessions are looking not so great right now. I mean, Bruce Brown missed shot. Joe Harris missed the wide open mid range. So it's like it's is is they should have dominated this team with or without James Harden. But you know, once the Kyrie got knocked out, Jeff Green couldn't play the last game. People wondering why the Nick Wrights of the world saying. Oh, Jeff Green, he should have played more minutes. No, because if you watched him, his plantar fasciitis was clearly hurting him again because he couldn't walk up and down the court. So, so it's injuries. And that's like you can't say this team wouldn't have dominated the playoffs if they were healthy. Well, Nick Wright also likes to say that Steve Nash is, should be fired. I saw Nick Wright say that. Should that, Steve that's Nash a be bad fired? Take. That's a terrible take. I think I think Steve Nash's biggest gripe, my biggest gripe with Steve Nash was playing Joe Harris for 40 minutes every game. That didn't make any sense whatsoever. Who else would have played, though? Landry Shamit. And Larry, Landry Shamit's been a pretty more consistent shooter than Joe in the playoffs, so I don't get not playing him more. You got Tyler Johnson on the bench who's been cooking all season. He just... He just didn't trust his bench for some reason. After well, rotations after always get short in the playoffs. You know that they they do get shorter in the playoffs. But like this team has literally he was only playing he was playing six guys. He was literally <laughs> playing six guys. And like and and like this team literally all season has had these guys playing all year because we haven't been healthy. So like, how do you not just trust them after they played a whole season with you in some of the biggest moments of the season? But is it is, is what Joe it is. Har- is Joe Harris done with the Nets? Do they trade him? I hope so. I, I hope he is done. Uh, I'm tired. Joe is a great dude. Actually, a that's very, your man's Adam. That's his man. That's his man. We know Joe we know. is a great Drake. Joe's a great dude. I love Joe. Great person. But from a basketball standpoint, a basketball fan standpoint, it's done. It, it, we can't. We can't do that anymore. It's seven seventy five million for that. Seventy five. Seventy five. He makes seventy five million. Yes, he makes good seventy five million. Good for him. Good for Joe Harris making seventy. I mean, listen, million. he shot he shot league average from three for the series. But again, when you're getting seventy five million average? for that co- league average, thirty five percent roughly. Yeah, you, he but, you ex- but he missed a lot of open. No, no, but shots. I'm saying, I'm saying but I'm saying for Joe Harris, he led the he league in three point field goal percentage this year. He did. Oh, go, he did. Maybe because of his big game one, but that he did, everyone yes. was making shots game it's one. So skewed. Was, it's, it's skewed. It's cumulative. It's cumulative for the series, but he shot league average for the series. But when you're the best three point shooter in the regular season and you hit 47.5% of your attempts, you got to do better than that. His percentage dropped 12% in that series. Jeez, that's yeah. a choke. That's just a straight up choke job because he was wide open for a lot of those shots. So let me ask this What do the Nets, and we're going to talk about the rest of the playoffs and the Final 14, whatever, coming up. What do the Nets do? This offseason, because obviously guys need to get healthy. Katie's playing in the Olympics, which is awesome. Katie pretty much guaranteed a gold medal for Team USA. 
I don't know why Katie's playing the Olympics, but I get it. He he can't. Did, stop did Nets fans feel a little weird about that? Are you not happy? I mean, I don't think nobody really wants him to play in the Olympics. You just carry the team all playoffs for and did not rest at all. You're jumping no, he was right playing back fifty minutes basketball. a game. Yeah, you're jumping right into basketball instead of having a full off season. But I mean, he hasn't played basketball in a long time, so and he didn't really play that much this season. As much as he played in the playoffs, he didn't play that much this season. So I guess he yeah. So. I mean, he wants a gold. I mean, he 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 basically guaranteed them the gold medal by playing. Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, they have yeah. a, they have a team though. We, I told you I mean, guys, yeah. were kind of under underrated. <laughs> like they they well, got I a mean, team. Be, yeah, well, who who's committed right now? Beal, KD, Dame, Dame. Uh, Dame yeah, I mean, that's Tatum. enough, right? Tatum, that's enough Book. right there. They're, yeah, yeah. Joe Harris ain't making this team. Let's just say that Joe Harris ain't making that yeah, team. Not after that performance. Okay, so what do the Nets do this summer? What is what is on the checklist of what the Nets do? Because obviously they're probably going to be the favorites going into next season, I would imagine, unless the Lakers pull off a Dame trade somehow, which I don't see really happening. But So what do the Nets do this offseason to improve? Because it's like Blake back. What's up with Dinwiddie? I mean, Dinwiddie is, I mean, Dinwiddie's opting out. I think, I think it's more so – Honestly, we don't need to improve. We don't actually need to improve. The, they just need to stay healthy, and I think they'll be fine. But I think uh, getting a big, maybe getting a, a big that can switch. That's why people have said Miles Turner for Joe. Like that's the that's the buzz on Twitter right now. Trade Miles. Is a Miles Turner for Joe Harris trade? Yeah, possibly like send Claxton in there too. Uh, to okay, but. I mean, I'd like it. That that would that would that would lock us down. We'd be we'd be done. But I think they're gonna get they're gonna get wing defenders. Maybe PJ Tucker. Maybe PJ Tucker. They're they're gonna get help. Just know that superstars get better in year two. I mean, super super teams get better in year two. So, but what about Dinwiddie? Because I feel like if they would have had him in this series, they would have won this series. Oh yeah, if they had Dinwiddie, they they would have cruised because Dinwiddie. The whole problem was Harden can't come off the floor too because we don't have a backup, a backup guy that can run the offense. Like yeah, so it was I either they, Katie or Harden. So, but Dinwiddie already opted out. So is he is he gone? Is he just going to get a big offer somewhere? Probably he could, but we also have his birds right bird rights, so we could sign him over the cap. So, I mean, we'll see. Adam, what do you what do you think? What do you think the Nets should do this summer, Adam? Uh, well, the problem is they have they don't have a ton of room, obviously, because you have yeah, yeah. massive contracts up and down the roster. You're always saying this. You're always guys. Teams don't guys have more room. But is okay. well, let, but, let me ask this then, real quick. Let me ask this before Adam goes. Can they move on from DeAndre Jordan? Because I know that he was like a we're all friends type of deal that he came to the Nets. Can they move? That, that's going to be up to KD and Kyrie because that's the only reason why he's on the roster in the first place because he's best friends with well, them. Well, I mean, if they want to improve, they might need to have a heart-to-heart and be like, hey, man, yeah, this might be working. I mean, is, are restructuring contracts, is that possible in the uh, NBA? They do that no, in the NFL. Work like, it's not like that's the NFL. NFL no. That's an NFL thing. No. You can't, yeah, you can't do like a big bend to him. Where and to defend like myself million. here, pal, last last summer when Robert, last winter, whatever the hell it was, when Palenka did everything with the offseason for the Lakers, when I predicted they wouldn't be able to do anything, all they really did was sign Montrez Harrell to a mid-level exception for $10 they, million, dollars, and he didn't play in the Schroeder. playoffs, and he traded for Schroeder. It was a trade. It wasn't Schroeder, a signing. Yeah. So it's like he's, there's – Sean Marks can get a little creative here. He made moves. is a king. Sean Marks. Uh, all right, let's, let's slow our roll. Just <laughs> let's slow the roll just a little bit here, pal. Nah, but the Nets Sean have Marks some major. Team, 
The Nets have some major issues with contracts because they are so goddamn capped out with the three guys and Harris. It's going to be tough to maneuver. But if you are savvy, if you are smart, you can pull some things off. But um, essentially, other than a few filling guys here, some replacements with the bench and rotations, fucking around with that. Yeah, I would say the Nets team you saw this year will look very similar next year and will still be the favorites to win it all because, as Young Zion said numerous times, if not for injuries, there's no doubt this team is not going to be playing in the NBA so, Finals. So so, but what do you do if you don't make any – say they don't make any major changes. Do you just roll the dice that everybody's going to be healthy or what do you – What? how do you manage this? That's that's my thing. You have to. They because, went all in. Yeah, you don't, you don't really – you don't really uh, plan with the expectation of getting injured. Cause so you just don't have a back. You, there's no real backup plan. That's what I'm saying. You're just kind of staying all in and going for it. I mean, they have. They probably have a backup plan. I mean, there's no way they're going to stand pat this summer and not do anything. Like the thing is, they didn't get to create this roster as much as as much as they they traded for hard and all that. This was mm-hmm. not the roster they like expected to come in and had a plan for. Now they're going to have a year to think about what we did wrong, what where we need to improve. So I think they're going to have people. And and there's going to be people who want to come to Brooklyn. Come on, man. Let's be let's be real. People are going to want to hop on the ring the ring bandwagon and try to get a win. It always happens. So on the other side of this, the Milwaukee Bucks. What what do we even have to say about them? I they they are they one of the most frustrating spread. teams to watch in the history of basketball in my opinion. They're Why? getting too much credit. Too they, much credit. Giannis, like Giannis, like I get it. He went off. He he had a great. I guess he had a great game seven. I don't even like the, like like they won, and it's still it's like felt dirty that they won. That this team is advancing to the Eastern Conference Finals. It felt dirty. The Mike Budenholzer is in the Eastern Conference Finals again because he literally might be one of the worst coaches I've ever seen in the playoffs at making adjustments in rotations. It's really bad. And Adam, I, mean, I know you're a Bucks fan. I know you love your. Bucks. I am not a Bucks fan. I don't, not in the least. I don't mind seeing new blood. I actually like this. I like the fact that you have four teams that are, are, are yeah. matriculated. You, yeah, in new the blood Eastern now. Conference. Finals. Yeah, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals what? two years ago. Okay, but actually, like, the actually, Nets actually uh, the Nets would actually been new blood right, over there. Fine, over the you're not wrong. All right, fine. Technically, and you're yeah, right, but still in the grand scheme of things, you, you have, say that. Yeah, ask you, Adam Silver how he's feeling about the new blood. Well, that's a different story. The, the league office will shit itself if it is Phoenix versus Milwaukee. It's going to shit itself. No, the League's TV. office will shit itself. It's any of these four. If any of these, well, finals no. If you have, well, but you have L.A. market. Well, right now it's not yeah, great. Yeah, but like, you have the wrong L.A. market. <laughs> I know you're the wrong, but you still have an L.A. market. But L.A. Atlanta would be okay from like a you know a, a market standpoint. Atlanta right? making it would be a disaster for them. I think it probably listen. I, it's not going to be conducive to business for the, but the ratings. If you give a shit about that for the finals, Yo, but if LA I. Is- I personally Bro, if it's Atlanta I, and Phoenix, it might be the worst, the lowest rated finals of all time. Not that that matters. The basketball be. will be good. We will watch. But the point I want to make is that you have semifinals that, for the most part, three out of four are new to the new to the scene. It's good to have that, in my opinion. I'm happy about that. And if you like basketball, you shouldn't really give a shit about which teams are in the finals and still embrace it. But your average fan, your casual fan, will not tune in if it is Milwaukee versus uh, Phoenix or. Clippers, Hawks, whatever the combination is. So how should Bucks correct. fans feel right now? Like you don't feel good, I don't think. No, like, why, no. why would you not feel? What, what are you, you talking feel about? Good because you're playing the Hawks. Yeah. What, what <laughs> I mean, why would you feel true. good? That is true. I mean, let's <laughs> like, get to Philly. I guess like. That, I mean, Philly's embarrassing. That was embarrassing. I I, I love it because it, it takes it off all the weight off my shoulders. So <laughs> the Nets. The Nets. Bet. The Nets were healthy. That's an excuse. The Philly had absolutely no. Excuse. I mean, where's Ben? 
Where's Ben Simmons playing next year? He's not playing in Philly. He is done China. in Philly. He's playing in <laughs> Shanghai Sharks. He's playing on the, with Kuzma on the Tigers. Shanghai Sharks. Yes, because Ben Ben Simmons is tough for them because I feel like they even had a closer shot with the with the with the Raptors series uh, a couple years ago with the Kawhi shot. That was like mm-hmm. their probably their best chance. chance. Yeah. But this year, I mean, this was a chance. They were they would have beat <laughs> they would have beat the Bucks. I think. I don't know. I don't know. That, I mean, that, that, a Doc Rivers Budenholzer coaching matchup in a, in the Eastern Conference Finals would have been like a war to see who could fuck up less. That's what it would have been. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think I think Philly. This is it's over for them. It's embarrassing. Yeah, they got, I mean, they got to break it up. You, what, you you fire Doc right? You can't bring Doc Rivers back I, after this. I don't know if he fired. I don't know if he fired Doc after one year. Uh, Adam, what would you do? I don't know if you fire Doc. Listen, his track record of his track record is, is so bad. It's brutal. I think he's one of uh, one of two coaches to lose four game sevens. I think I saw that stat. Um, Jesus for Christ, this. it's bad. Um, Doc is still a calming presence, um, and he is still, even with the fuck ups in the playoffs, still considered one of the better coaches, especially in the regular season. And and also, when you have a veteran team, it's good to have a guy that has been there before and has a track record. But at the same time. When does you know when when does your influence and when does your lack of getting shit done in the playoffs, aside from one year in Boston, come back to haunt you? And I don't think you get rid of Doc Rivers. Uh, you know they made a big splash. Rick Carlisle is available right now. There are plenty of good candidates like, available. One hundred percent. Like Rick Carlisle is, a, is it can be hired as a coach right now. But if if Embiid fucks with Doc, then they're going to side with Doc. I mean, what's it, sometimes changing coaches isn't this? It's more like window dressing to a lesser degree. If you have guys with personalities that that mesh. But what does Philly need to do? It's they have a Ben Simmons problem, so you have to address the Ben Simmons problem. So what? They what do you even they, get for this dude in a trade right now? Where is his value at they right could, now? Where, they could have got James Harden. They could have got. That's well, they been could, refuted they could have, a little bit. That's been refuted. That's been refuted a little bit. If 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 the Rockets really wanted to send him, which they clearly that's true. That's didn't, true with to the, Gerald, uh, Daryl Morey. So it's like Morey situation. Yeah, yeah. but I feel yeah. like I mean, I, in theory, it could have been it could have been consummated. But if the Rockets didn't really want to fuck with Daryl Morey and give him, you know, uh, uh, their their player, it that was they it was reported with. after the fact that Philly, the, the Rockets, really didn't want to yeah. send him to Philly. I, yeah, I feel is, like they should. Which is fine. They would have gotten they would have gotten a better package back. I mean, getting Ben Simmons and some other pieces. Well, you roll he, your he, eyes a little bit, but in theory, would have been a better package. But but so 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 here's here's the problem Philly has now. Everybody knows they have a Ben Simmons problem. So why would you even? His value's tanked. What do you? What can you even expect? I have Cavs I mean, fans I, I, saying I have Cavs fans saying Colin Sexton and Larry Nance for Ben Simmons. Well, that's comical. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's yeah, yeah, that's that's wild. And I think Ben Simmons be silly is still, season for that. You you still surround Ben Simmons with a uh, put him in the right environment. I think he'll, he'll, he'll flourish. But like he's cooked. He's cooked in terms of his value. It, people are still going to want him, but it's well, like no, no, now I, you. Let's, let's slow for just one second. Less. Let's just slow for one second. He's not cooked in terms of his value. All right, he's still what twenty five. His years value old and is, still has his value. St- it's cooked. It's cooked. Could you get a? Isn't could it? you get it? Could you? Could they get a lottery pick for Ben Simmons? No, you cannot get a lottery pick for Ben Simmons. You anymore. might be able to steal one. Yeah, you you, you should be. Able you to can. Steal you can. Well, steal uh, well, hey, let me take that back because Kemba just got traded for a lot. No, yes. Kemba didn't get traded for a lottery pick. He got traded for a pick right outside. It's a first round pick, but but look at look at the market value for all these guys getting traded. Drew Holiday got traded for three first round draft picks. Okay, 
Drew Holiday in the Holiday. Conference Finals. I, okay, okay, Drew, Holiday, like, Drew Holiday shot terrible in that Game 7, but he had some big shots can, down the stretch. Drew Holiday can score, but in terms of the ceiling, is Ben Simmons, does Ben Simmons not have a higher ceiling than Drew Holiday? Bro, if you can't shoot in the NBA, what if you I'm, can't? Chops, you're not wrong. I'm just saying in terms of ceiling and what could be. Does what ben could Simmons be? He a can't shoot a basketball. A what do you mean? He That's can't shoot. What His ceiling is low. I he's only his 25 right now. What if he starts shooting with his right hand the way he's uh, naturally right-handed? What if he's I been, wake up a millionaire tomorrow? What do you mean? Like what, what, You're asking – what are you asking? He's not going to be able to shoot ever. What do you mean? He's been six years. It's been like when, yeah, when is he? Like, when's his jumper? He's never going to be able to shoot, Adam. Does he switch hands? He's he's in year six. He's only twenty five. He's not. He, he still has eight years of prime basketball to go. Eight years. You're giving of prime up on him. You want to throw him in the fucking trash also, heap? He's also getting to that age. There, are, there are a lot of points to, as pros. You get to an age where you stop working on stuff just because. Then that's then that's going to be on him. But I'm saying you got you you guys. I understand the point you guys are trying to make. I mean, but in the grand scheme here, he's more interested in playing video games with Phase Clan than than working on jump shots. So. Maybe he is, but his ceiling with his athleticism, his defensive, his I, size, everything, he, everything the shooting the brings down that ceiling. You're 100%, talking about Adam. But if he worked at it hard enough, the ceiling yeah. is still amongst we can't, we can't uh, one of the highest. Guy how, 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 how many years you, can you're, we you're say giving that? him a lot of you're, right, you're giving him a lot of benefit of the doubt. So. Obviously, we're going to do agree to disagree here, but keep it moving. See, and he and here's the thing: him and Giannis are very similar because Giannis still can't shoot, but and Giannis is only 26 years old. But it seems very it, it, it seems like Giannis is actually working on 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 getting better. Listen, Gian, Giannis Giannis, can, Giannis can't shoot, but he he can still knock down five threes in a game. He so, could, yeah. Giannis yeah. could get lucky and bank one, and you know he he can, yeah, no, he can. And I mean the free throw like Ben like I don't know like I I would be surprised if they were able to get a first round pick for him but also Kemba Walker just got traded for a first round pick so I don't know he will get this, if, this, if, if God God's on this is this is why I say his value is cooked when you take a superstar one hundred forty whatever he's making a million max, super, max uh, deal player max deal max contract off the floor in crucial moments. In the fourth quarter, when you are taking mm-hmm. him off the court to help Liability. your team, you Liability. cannot you cannot say his value is not cooked. That yeah. is a cooked product, bro. Right Adam, there. why didn't he take that dunk last night? Like, what is he? What I I can't get in Ben Simmons' head. Okay, that's something that definitely cannot happen. I understand where you guys are coming from in terms of his cooked value, but I totally disagree because would you he's want still the Knicks too young. To, would you want the Knicks to trade quickly in a first round pick for Ben Simmons? Well, here's the thing. If you pair him with a high-level score, answer the question. Score, answer the question. I'm, I'm, answer a, the question. Let me get a caveat here, pal. Let me get a caveat. no, no caveat. If you pair him, if you pair him with an impact score in the backcourt, you can do some goddamn damage. So maybe <laughs> him and Julius Randle pick and rolling left and right wouldn't be that bad. So actually, wait, 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 no, I may say, think about that one. Wait, wait what did you, you say? Him and Julius Randle would work. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> oh no! A little pick and roll action. They could be what devastating. Pick and spit. Who's Julius. shooting the ball? Julius in the regular season. Oh man! So you guys just don't want to make any shots. Uh, let, let, let the Knicks win sixty games in the regular season, then then you worry about the playoffs. Here's what the Knicks All should right. do. Here's what the Knicks should do. They should be on the phone with the with Donovan Mitchell's people, figuring out how to get him out of the Utah because that's an, another embarrassing team. The Utah Jazz. No, I'm not even embarrassed for them. I, we all saw this coming. Like I didn't see did. this coming. They they losing to a Kawhi list Clippers. Okay, after but being Mike, up two zero. Mike Connolly compromised. Donovan Mitchell compromised. So what do you want from them? I don't like. 
did not that. lose to the Kawhi-less Clippers. Okay, you but your two, best, your, your two most impactful players, I mean, we can argue about Gobert, were injured and Conley You probably love played. Rudy Gobert. You love these... these Rudy these. Gobert, and looked like he was one of the best players in the game this season. See, you oh, you love Ben Simmons. Yes, I can show you. You have a type. You have a type. Rudy Gobert. You have a type, and they're bad NBA players. That's not even accurate. Go look at the analytics. Go look at the numbers. Go look at his screen set per game. Sometimes look deeper than the eye test, pals, okay? No, sometimes... Sometimes the eye no. test tells you everything you need to know. And for Ben Simmons and, always, and Rudy okay? Gobert, it does. Rudy Gobert, Rudy another Gobert. guy who had to get taken off the floor in the fourth quarter because his team was better without him on the floor. They were better without him on the floor all series. Because yes. once you once you have once you put him on the perimeter, he has to guard a perimeter guy. He's not the same defender. That's why he's not defensive player of the year. Like well, also, Katie, let's Katie said it two years ago on like JJ Reddick's podcast. People are getting called the best defender in the NBA when they can't even defend on the perimeter. When they when they're getting cooked in the playoffs, they're big. Used, they used him as a weakness. The, the Clippers used Rudy Gobert as a weakness. Ah, they got bounced by Terrence Mann, and you're telling me they shouldn't be embarrassed. Terrence Mann that. sent them home. I didn't say that. Terrence Mann had the game of his life. Good for him. You said injuries. The only team that you could say they injuries clearly were for injured. Is, what are you Brooklyn, about? is the Brooklyn Nets. You're burying the lead there at the Jazz. They weren't healthy. That's not and why the Clippers, they the Clippers, the Clippers weren't either. The Clippers, Clippers weren't either, either without Ibaka and Kawhi. I'm surprised I've gotten this far. But, like, also, let's just keep in mind, again, perspective and context, the Jazz were pretty goddamn injured as well. <laughs> so who, who's going who, who, Yes, they were. Gonna, what are you talking about? Who's going who's gonna to win the NBA Finals? Let's let's figure this out. Who's going to win the NBA Finals? Oh, before before we get into that, I forgot. I forgot because I was just thinking about uh, what Adam, what the the nonsense you were saying last week about Kevin Durant. Because I remember me. What nonsense was I saying last week, pal? You did now, call him out, and puts, you, then put, he went and had fifty. No, 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 no. Some uh, God, respect God, on God, his name. God, but put you some, put some respect on what I wrote. His, Go ahead. No, 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 no. Not what you wrote. What you said on the podcast. You were like you were questioning. Uh, you were questioning Katie's legacy. You were saying, yeah. oh, if he doesn't no, show no, up. No, no, I said people would good. question his legacy. No, nobody's yes, questioning yes, his I, legacy. I, he is no, the greatest words in my mouth player here, in the NBA right now. He is better than LeBron James. He is the I best mean, player in the game. LeBron's like old as fuck. Congratulations. All right. About time somebody took it from him. Jesus Christ, it took just, long enough. Just just remember that when we make the, the rankings next year, who's the best player in the NBA? Kevin Durant. Anyway, I mean, Ad, Adam's probably going to try and have Ben Simmons in the top 10 again. Jeez. Now Rudy Gobert would be number one. Yeah, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, Giannis. They are both outside three. the top twenty. That's that's a lot. They're both outside. Are we the already? Top are we already there? Are we already there? <laughs> yes, yes. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, Buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. 
I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. So here's my question. Should the, and I want to pose it to you guys. Should the Lakers trade for Kemba Walker? Kuzma for Kemba Walker. What do you guys think? What? <laughs> That's not fair. How are they going to get? How they going to get cool? How they going to get cools for Kemba though? What do you mean? Like, Why is that not fair I, value to who Adam? Are you are fair you, value? I mean, it's you got to send more seen, to the Thunder, huh? You got to send more to the Thunder. You gonna have to send. Have like you seen your UConn picks? man play basketball lately, Adam? If he gets the knee right, he can be more impactful than Kyle oh, Kuzma. If he, if he gets the knee right, if he what gets you, the knee right, he can be a lot more impactful than Kyle Kuzma. I don't think Kemba's is totally cooked. Like he, I think he's still. Well, he's still not going to be on the Thunder next year. They're obviously going to flip him again somewhere. So. You'd imagine they probably do something. Yes. Although, so although that being said, La- pairing I think the Kemba. Should, go ahead. I think the Lakers should be interested. That's okay. all I'm saying. But pairing Kemba with should. Shea obviously is conducive to the long term growth of Shea. They don't so. care about that, bro. They are Sam Presley has one thing on his mind, and that is getting draft picks right now. Oh, well, they they have enough. They have all of yeah. them. Uh, pretty much. They have all of them. So you, where else would, where else could Kemba go? What do you guys think? I don't know. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I don't care where he goes because I'm just glad that the narrative died that he was better than Kyrie. That died very I mean, quickly. Yeah. Well, whose that narrative died. was that? Stop. When he went to the Celtics, immediately his first year, and he made the All Star team. His first year, like, oh, he, Kemba is better than Kyrie. Oh, the Celtics are better off with Kemba than Kyrie. Which actually was not even true. <laughs> they got farther with Kyrie than they did okay. with Kemba. You can make a case for personalities and other reasons that some guys are a better fit, but better as a basketball player? No, Kyrie is clearly a better basketball player. I don't know where. I mean, people who say that or said that are idiots, but <clears throat> tweets yeah. their own. Good luck to Kemba. I don't care where you go, man. Yeah, you Kemba's a good picture. guy. I just, I mean, I think, I think it's going to be an interesting NBA offseason. I think a lot of teams have. I mean, we're probably going to see Ben Simmons traded. We're going to see Kemba traded. I mean, does Dame request a trade? Like, all these coaches are Joe out there. Harris. The whole Luka. The, he's throwing in Joe Harris. The whole Luka thing. Obviously, Luka's not getting traded, but he seems pissed off in Dallas. Like, what the hell's going on in Dallas? They let Zion a professional gambler. Yeah, Zion. They let a professional gambler run the team in Dallas, and everybody got fired a year later. Well, that guy. Well, Bob. Um, I forget his actual full name. Harla Bob. Um, Harla Bob. There you go. Uh, has been around the organization for a while, so he's not some new maverick that just came in to uh, crack skulls. I mean, but before that, he was known as a podcast. He was. He was gambler. He made his money gambling, and then Mark Cuban got infatuated. He's been with the organization for years. If you read that good athletic piece, kind of breaking it yeah. down. But um, yeah, the uh, I would say Luca, get your money, get your two hundred million, and then raise hell in about a season or two, and do what you want to do. Well, what about Zion? What about Zion? Stan Van Gundy lasted a year. That team. I love David Griffin, but I don't even know what they're doing. What are they doing? They did JJ Redick dirty. That's why. That's why this that, all started. That that's, that's, yeah, Zion Williamson. Uh, the the report said it himself that once they uh, got rid of JJ Redick, uh, especially after the the drama of him wanting to come to the East Coast and trade him to the Mavericks, that pissed him off. So like, yeah. it's crazy though to me that now we have twenty two year olds, twenty one year olds already taking. <laughs> Taking so we've, uh, taking a stand in their franchises. So so we've never seen a player like a franchise player not take that first max deal. 
Are we about to see it with one of these guys? No, too much money. Well, Lucas signed that two hundred million dollars. That's he's not good. I mean, yeah, Lucas taking the two hundred million. But what if? I mean, not that the Pelicans would do it. I mean, I have a tough time thinking that. Yeah, it's you. You leave a lot of money on the table not doing that. Um, You have to do it, and then you have to raise. You kind of have to do it. You kind. You got to go the AD route. You have to pretty much do. Yeah, the Pelicans too can't afford to lose Zion, like especially after the AD situation. Like they, they're gonna no matter how he feels, they're gonna keep him till till the end. I mean, I hope they put a better team around him and a better coach. Like, I mean, obviously not. I mean, Stan Van Gundy is a good coach, but he rubs people the wrong way. JJ said it on this pod and other pods. It's not players don't have fun playing for Stan Van Gundy. It's it's a lot. No, know? but New Orleans losses are game because Stan going back to TV will be excellent. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, the best the best Van Gundy brother in the booth. Mm, so let me ask this. Wow. Let's get back Debatable. to it. Debatable. Wow. You guys think Jeff is better than Stan in the booth? I think Jeff's a very uh, enjoyable listen. Jeff be talking about crazy shit all game. That's fine. I could mix it up a little bit. Who is who's going to win the title? Let's just get to, right to it because I think the Phoenix Suns. I think this is their championship to lose. How many games is Chris Paul missing in the Western Conference Finals? Two. I mean, how many? I mean, does it matter that I don't think the Clippers have enough firepower to get past the Suns? Okay. Without Kawhi. Without Kawhi. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I'm going to lean towards uh, apparently my Milwaukee Bucks. I've now adopted them according to you two. So I will take Giannis to break through and get his championship. Yeah. What do we call I mean, him? If last year was a Mickey Mouse ring, what do we call him this one? Uh, no asterisks, pal. We, we, that's already Listen, been up there on the site. If no the asterisks. Hawks, if the Hawks make the finals, this is definitely a miss, Mickey Mouse ring. This is a Mickey <laughs> no, Mouse ring. We can't let the guys, we cannot let the Atlanta ring. Hawks win a championship. That would be, not, especially with no quote unquote superstars. Well, they, Trey's on, Trey Young's a star. Yeah, yeah, relax. No, nah, I think Trey Trey developed into a superstar maybe in the playoffs, but like he he wasn't he did not have that uh, label coming into the playoffs. And then they don't even have a second one. So like I will say this: the Trey Young villain turn has been fun to watch, even though obviously he brutalized the Knickerbockers. It's been fun to see Trey turn into this villain. Yes, I mean he he's lucky that Philly blew that game last night because he was shooting what three or seven. He was two he was of sixteen, a, I think, heading to the fourth. He was quarter. having a John Starks like moment. He, he, he was hit the big shot. Well he put, yes. Three. But yeah, I think I think uh, I'm going Milwaukee just because Milwaukee. Really, you uh, guys are both going Milwaukee. Yeah, because I think I thought it was coming out from the East anyway, and I just think well, if the Nets won that, uh, Game Seven, they would definitely be winning championship. I just, I just think I. Just, I just no, think teams don't have – I don't think anybody has anything to guard Giannis anymore. I would have said the Sixers had the best chance at guarding Giannis, but who's who else is guarding Giannis? What about playoffs? Aiden? What about Aiden? Nah, I think he, he'll he'll be too slow. That's what, that's the thing about Giannis. People – he he can run by – he can he has that ability to get by people because he's long too. He's one step to the right and he's by people. But, like, I think yeah. the best – I wanted to see him beat and – Ben Simmons. I know. Atlanta, yeah, the Sixers really fucked this up because I think while Atlanta's a fun story, I think they're going to lose in like five games to the Bucs. I yeah. think the Bucs are going to be able to handle them. I think they're, 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 get, they're getting cooked. And the I'd Bucks, say, the I say Bucks and six, but it's a comfortable six. You have like, you know, a few blowouts. But and, because uh, because no one, they have no one to guard Giannis, and they have guys. You can throw PJ at, at Trey. You can throw Drew Holiday yeah, at, defensively, at, at Trey. Defensively, incredibly they, superior, they, switchable. It's the the Bucks yeah. have a lot. I think Bucks have a ton of advantages heading into the series. Um, yeah. And I think it'll be a comfortable six games. 
I think it's going to be Suns Bucks unless Kawhi. We still don't know what's going on with Kawhi. Is it a torn ACL? What like what is it? Like we have no idea. Like unless Kawhi can come back and be effective, I think the Suns are going to win that series. But I think it's going to be Suns Bucks, and I think the Suns could do it. I mean, I guess the Bucks would be the favorites though. The Bucks would yeah, be the favorites. I'm series. not going to pick the Suns, but actually, the Suns would be the most fun outcome, right? CP3 gets a ring. Devin Booker. Yeah, that's a fun team. I think the Suns are the most fun outcome. I'm not gonna count. I'm not gonna count the Suns yet uh, against the Bucks just because I feel like for Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are going to shrivel up sometimes in, in the uh, in the Mid- clutch in the finals. I, you don't so. do that to Middleton. He's clutch, man. Middleton yeah, is like literally Middleton. Middleton. Chris Middleton. He, nah, he keeps that team going. See, this was a very long series. Y'all forget what? the first two games of this I Nets mean, Bucks series. <laughs> Chris Middleton. I mean, he was, shot terrible. He he did. I was at game two. He shot terrible. He shot terrible. He was going to get ran out of Milwaukee if, he, if the win. But he he going. hit some big shots down the, in those last few games. So he did. He, he hit some big shots, but he was also guarded by Joe Harris most of the series. So I I don't I want to see him against the or the Joe Suns. Harris. This, this is a Joe Harris not appreciation not, pot. I feel bad for him. I mean, I, like I said, I love Joe, but. This was this is scarring. This is scarring, man. This was Your performance scarring. was scarring. scarring. This was scarring. Mm, all right. Anything else in sports we need to talk about? I guess the NBA playoffs. We hit it. Team USA going to win the gold. Uh, yeah. I know Zion's going to win some soccer. They're going to win silver. Nigeria going to win the gold. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm trying to go out to Vegas to, to go to the training camp. A couple weeks. Look at you! Look at you trying to hit Vegas. Oh, now you're yeah. comfortable traveling. Yeah, now you're, now you're good. Now you're good leaving I get the house. The first, I get Cuomo, the first class. I get the first Cuomo class. Cuomo sets off some goddamn fireworks in the harbor. Now you're comfortable traveling. I get the first class, and I'll be free of free of the Rona. So you know. Okay. Do we have Do we have a clown of the week? I feel like it could be just a number of like. Is it who is it? Who's the clown of the week? Uh, probably Adam for KD slander. I would there say no KD Simmons. slander. I, I would feel like Ben Simmons should get it. I feel oh, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons or Doc Rivers? I think. Uh, oh, ben let me Sim- ask. Five points in the elimination game. Huh? I he shot a hundred percent from the field in the fourth quarter of the series because he didn't take shots. exactly. Yeah, he took. It was two for two. Time, yeah. It was two for two. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, before we get out of here, fun pod. What do you guys think of the Madden cover? Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady together on the cover. Would you have done a cover with someone who you just lost the Super Bowl to? No, no. But I mean, it's the "quote unquote" goat cover. So if you're getting put in the same category as Tom Brady, I would, I would too. I would do it. I would do it. But usually, I'm not doing that. That, that's kind of weird. It, it's a little. It was a little weird to me when it when I, when I heard about it. I was like, Mahomes did that. He he kind of bowed down, kissed the ring a little bit. Also, Zion, how did Nets lose with Eli in the house? Eli don't leave the house. Eli left the house. Game seven. Oh, let let me address. Oh, let me address that quickly because Adam and uh, all the uh, Knicks fans in the world want to say, oh, the Nets are relevant to New York City. They don't mean nothing. Game seven, I saw Eli. I saw the Yankees. The whole Yankees team was there. I mean, it looked like they were. 
they should probably focus on playing baseball. Uh, Yankees swept the A's this week. And where are you, Ben, pal? <laughs> they just ended the game with a triple play on Sunday. I, I, yeah, me, been, I, bet, the, I bet the Athletics money line out of well, know Alas, the game ended. alas. Yeah. <laughs> you finished Young Zion. Yeah. Finish your, you finished your irrelevant point about the Nets being relevant I'm just in saying, New York City. They, you said they're relevant to the city. They look pretty relevant the other night. Uh, people okay. were flying. There out. was... There was zero fucking buzz in the borough, in the county of Kings on Saturday night before your Nets engaged. No, zero I was, buzz. I was out watching that game in Brooklyn, and that and in the bar I was at was jumping in that game. Well, the streets were was, empty in my part of Brooklyn, so zero buzz for that, pal. That's because they all went to the, the to Barclays area. And then I went to Kith on Sunday. Zero. I didn't see people wiping what? tears out of their eyes. I didn't see any what? zombies walking around like crestfallen over what? loss. What? So yeah, Kith? Nets That's irrelevant. What? Yeah. What a weird, what a weird revelation. <laughs> I went to Kith on Sunday. I want to go see what this, I want to see uh, what was available. So you thought there'd be like Nets fans crying in Kith? What, what is this? Why would there be Nets fans? I'm just fans saying crying? it's right next door to Barclays Center. I didn't see any crestfallen Nets fans on the streets on Flatbush, pal. That's a bad, what, that's just whatever, bad. whatever you got to say. I think it's very interesting. I think the Nets will be the, obviously the favorites next year, barring the Lakers getting Dame, I think. Um, Adam Silver might not like it, but the last four teams, I think, should be some entertaining basketball, at least in the Western Conference. I hope. I hope we get a good NBA Finals. I hope we get a good playoffs NBA have, Playoffs have been crazy, though, when you think about it, though. You, I mean, a lot has happened. A lot has happened. It's been like the slander <laughs> the, playoffs. The Knicks made the playoffs. LeBron lost in the first round. I mean, the Bucks are winning. Playoff P came. Like, Paul George Playoff came P. alive. Yeah, give like, it. Yeah. This is yeah, the sun. The suns are fucking the suns. I mean, yeah. the hawks. Like this is it's nuts. It's been nuts. But it's, it's I mean, most. it's a true test of what, like, like can the NBA, you know, like small markets, can they break through? And I mean, we're seeing it right now. Like we're seeing teams like this, you know, be able to break through and 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 win games. So it's interesting. Um, anything else you guys want to add? Another shout out to John Rom for winning, um, Adam. Zion, anything else we want to add before we get out of here? Nope. Next season. I, I got nothing on the docket. Oh, nothing and all the, the people, all the random people texting me, uh, from, I haven't talked to you in two years, and you want to text me after uh, the Nets lose, that was very corny. So just a Ooh, message. How many y'all. people texted you? How many people? I didn't even text like, you. Like five, five or six people. Some, some of them were just random. Random. An- our random coworker people. Angel Diaz texted you out. He was camping, so he didn't have service, but he he made sure to to get some texts. You. Yeah, Angel. Angel has no reason to talk. Trey Young. Trey Young just submerged your whole franchise. Relax. Relax, bro. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we love y'all. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the pod. Um, we're enjoying the playoffs. We can't wait to see how it wraps up. Until next time, we will see you guys later. Have a good one. And as always, a special thanks to our producers, Josh John and Jasmine Plata, our audio editor, Misha Jones, our production manager, Sean Sel Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, our general manager, Donnie Kwok. This is a production of Complex Networks. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. 
Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.